This moment that we just read about in the gospel marks a milestone in the life of the apostles. As the Lord stops them on the way, not only from the walking that they were doing, but also from their own discipleship and following of Christ. So the Lord stops them and he invites them to make an assessment of their relationship with him, of their discipleship. And we know that in our lives, we all have those, those milestones, we could say, where we stop and question ourselves and, and try to, to see where we are in life. Maybe when we went to college or when we move from one state, from one country to another, that's an important, like almost new beginning, uh, the birth of the, the first child or, you know, so many important moments in life, a particular birthday where we use it as a milestone to question ourselves and to, to see where we are in, in our life with the things that are most important. And it is very important that we do that because through those moments of assessment is that we gain a greater intentionality in life. We become more intentional and more committed to the things that we do every single day. Those things that are important, but we all know that we can start going through things, going by with things going on and, and not really being committed to what we have to invest our whole hearts into. So the same happens in our spiritual life. Jesus stops the apostles and invites them to assess where are they at in their spiritual life. Have you been growing in your faith? In what ways have you been growing? Pope Francis said in 2018, knowing Jesus is an adventure that takes our whole life because the love of Jesus is without limits. So the adventure following Christ takes us our whole lives. We will never be done. It is what we can call a continuous intentional growth. We are called to a continuous intentional growth in our relationship with Christ. We can never stop. We're never done. There's always more to learn about Jesus and in our relationship with him. He has two main characteristics. The first one is that it's never ending. Because Christ is the only relationship that we have in our lives with a divine person. With any other human person that we meet and that we get to know. After a while, we sort of get to know them and they become more predictable to us, more dependable as well, and, and we get to know the person. There's always new facets that you can learn of the person, but you know we can get to know the, the real person. With Christ, of course, we do get to know the real person, but since he's a divine person, our only relationship with that divine person on this earth, he's eternal and it's beyond our capacity. So it's a never-ending relationship. We can always learn more or be fascinated with more aspects of Christ. Not because he's hiding from us, but because of our own capacity. Our own capacity needs to be expanded in order to be able to contain more. And in the second place, it's never enough. The Lord is the only one who can satisfy us and at the same time leave us wanting more, uh, more thirsty, more hungry for uh, growing in that relationship with him. And so every time that we you know, receive a new revelation that we get to know him in a new way, we still want more. You know, that was the case of the disciples. They would listen to this new teaching from Christ and they were in awe at how he could 
teach these new things almost as coming from heaven or coming from heaven. But then they were left wanting more. I want to know all about this person, Jesus Christ. And so it happened to Peter and all the disciples. So in this continuous intentional growth uh, of, of, of getting to know Christ, there's almost like three stages that we can mark that can help us to assess our spiritual life and see where am I at in my spiritual life and what's the, the next step that I can take. These three steps are almost like three aspects of Christ. The first one is the stage of getting to know Jesus as master. The second one, getting to know Jesus as friend. And the third one, getting to know Jesus as Lord. And these three stages, of course, they could be an oversimplification, but they help us to assess our spiritual life. And it's more or less what the disciples went through in those three years of public ministry. They went through those three stages in their own life. So the first one is getting to know Jesus as master of our lives. When we start to listen to his teachings, to sit at his feet and get to receive a new principle that orders our whole life. Not a human principle anymore, not my own criteria, but the criteria that is coming from God that has uh, claims over my life, that wants to order my life in a, in a new way. Like Mary, you know, uh, the, the sister of Martha who sat at the feet of Jesus and started listening to those teachings. Like the disciples and like so many men and women who throughout history have molded their own lives according to a new principle, the, the gospel principle that Jesus brought to their lives. One of the young woman, uh, women whom I, uh, I accompany at Oregon State in Corvallis, one of the college students, uh, she's a junior, and she was sharing with me the ordained spiritual direction, a very bold decision that she made. Uh, she's turning 21 in a month. And she has decided in silence between the Lord and herself that she's going to give up alcohol for life. She's turning 21 in a month and she has decided because she saw it's a very personal decision that that could be an obstacle in her relationship with Christ. And so she decided to take that uh, bold step. Uh, we don't know if, you know, she's only 21 and a decision for life could be, but hopefully the Lord gives her the grace to, to be faithful until her last day. And those are the kind of decisions that when we become disciples of Christ and start listening to his teachings, we start seeing new things that he wants us to embrace or new things that he wants us to let go of. That is the, the stage of following Jesus as the master of our lives. The second one is the stage of becoming friends with Christ, being able to see Jesus as a friend. And this is the stage when we start sharing more with the friend who invites us to serve alongside with him. Not only listening to his teachings more passively, but now serving alongside with him. He starts sharing his mission with us. And there's so many different ways that we can serve and we can do something for Christ. Uh, you know, in bringing others, maybe, you know, in my family or a work of mercy and so many different ways that we can start doing things for Christ. Mar Teresa had that beautiful phrase, let us do something beautiful for Christ. Let us do something beautiful for Christ. A, a great summary of what it means to 
see Jesus as a friend. When I start doing something for him, I start serving him. I'm not uh, only passive anymore. And the third one, the third stage is Jesus as Lord. When we begin to, to rejoice in just being with him, rejoicing in silence and being released in worship. Like the disciples at the moment of tra the transfiguration, after they had followed the teachings of the master, they had gone on missions with him to announce and prepare the cities where Jesus would go. Then at the moment of transfiguration, they realized that it is good that we are here. It is good to be in your presence. It is good to be in silence with you. It is good to rejoice in just being with you. There's no need to, uh, you know, learn a new teaching to do something for you. I just want to be with you. And that is that stage of, of Jesus as Lord uh, that we are invited to. So it is a path of continuous intentional growth, our relationship with Christ. And it, it is, of course, a grace that God gives us as he gave to Peter. You know, he received that revelation that the gospel says it, it didn't come from bone or flesh. It, it, wasn't, it, it wasn't like a human revelation. It came from heaven. But it wasn't without the effort that Peter put into the relationship. Peter was invested and he was, you know, intentionally following the Lord. And that's why he received that new revelation and was able to see Christ in a new way. So in the same way, I invite all of us to, to ask ourselves today to assess our spiritual life. Where am I at in my own spiritual life? Maybe what of these three stages do I find myself more into? Of course, Jesus is our master, our friend, and our Lord right now. But, you know, these stages can help us to assess our own spiritual life. And most especially, what is the next step that the Lord is asking me to take? It doesn't matter how small of a step that is, how big of a step that is, but what matters is that we are always moving forward, always intentionally deciding to grow in our spiritual life. So in this morning, let us stop to assess our spiritual life so that we can continue to grow in that continuous intentional growth that is our relationship with Christ.